Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I am so excited to bring you a very popular guest, the only person who, other than Steph, has been on the show multiple times, which is Marie Forleo. Marie Forleo, I've known for years, and she is just an incredible, not only entrepreneur, she's just an incredible person. I know her personally. I've been blessed to spend some time with her. She really does walk her talk, and she is so passionate about helping modern entrepreneurs build their online business with sanity, (laughs) with success, with heart, and with ease and grace. And every year, she opens the door to her signature program, B-School, which is the modern online school for entrepreneurs. And I am a proud partner every year because I believe in the program. I believe in the content. I believe in the curriculum. Marie has been a successful entrepreneur for nearly two decades, and she is an expert at weeding through all the overwhelming information that's out there and teaching you how exactly to either build from scratch or grow your business, whatever it is. And she does it in a fun way. She does it in a way that doesn't overwhelm you. And she does it in a way that doesn't lead the personal development side of it out of the equation. She talks to the human part of you, not just the entrepreneur. So if you don't know about B-School, I highly suggest you head on over to christinehaster.com slash B-School to learn a little more. If you've been considering B-School for several years, make this the year you do it. My bonuses this year are awesome. I'm going to tell you about it in a second. But first I want to speak to that part of you that's scared to do it or scared of the investment or scared you don't have the time. Here's the thing. And you've probably heard me say this on the podcast before. Regret is way worse than risk. Here's why. You can't get time back. You can't. Think about something in your life you wish you would have done that you didn't. What are you going to do? Jump in a time machine and go back and do it? If you find that time machine, let me know. But you can't. So taking risks. And to me, B-School isn't a risk at all. It's an incredible investment in you and your future and your future clients and your family and your values and everything that's important to you. But if it feels risky for you in terms of the time or the investment, then I just want to ask you a year from now, five years from now, 20 years from now, will you regret not really going for it? Will you regret not leaving your job? And answering that call? Will you regret trying to do everything on your own when it comes to your business and not really investing in teachers like Marie and me? Because I'm going to be co teaching this program alongside with her when you enroll through my link. And like I said, I'll talk about my bonuses a little bit more. But will you regret not really investing in you? So just, just think about that. And even if you're not an aspiring or current entrepreneur, I highly encourage you to listen to this interview with Marie because she talks about her latest book and her mantra for life, which is everything is figure outable. And she tells some really incredible stories in this interview. I think you're going to love the listen. So let's talk about what enrolling in B-School through my link will provide for you. And again, that link is christinehasler.com slash bschool. You can watch a video from me and hear everything I'm about to talk about summarized. It's also all written down on the page, but I'm going to go over the bonuses right now. So when you enroll in B-School, you get the entire B-School program and it's yours for life. And Marie updates it every year, which means you can retake it year after year after year. I really enjoy doing that because I learn something new every year. 
when you enroll through my link, you also get four group coaching calls that are spaced out in the curriculum because I know the content can be overwhelming. I know you have specific questions. I know that it's helpful to have someone like me, who's both an entrepreneur and a coach, really help you with questions, obstacles, challenges, imposter syndrome coming up, whatever fears are coming up to really, really help you make the most out of B-School. They're 90 minutes long. I usually get to everybody that has a question. And if you can't make the calls live, they're recorded. Also, you get access to a Facebook group with just our business school group that both myself and Jill, who's run our business for over 10 years, who's the queen of enrollment. She's an amazing event planner. She's an amazing business manager. She has tons of knowledge. Both she and I will be on there answering questions. You also get four meditations that I recorded specifically for B-School to help your unconscious mind really prepare you to take in and digest the information. Helps with confidence overwhelm, visioning, and everything you need to set you up for success while in the program. And check out these last two incredible bonuses. So a new one that we have this year is you get free access to my online masterclass training for coaches, facilitators, therapists, anyone who wants to be in the personal development space or wants to be like an influencer or teacher in some way. So it's totally online and you get access to me teaching you exactly how to both build and sustain a profitable and masterful business. So I teach you techniques of coaching, how to really be a great coach or a great facilitator. And I also teach you how to make money at it, how to really thrive financially as a coach. So you get that free. And finally, you get a free ticket to a one-day retreat with me exclusively for our B-School group. So only people that enroll in B-School through me get to come for a live one-day retreat. Most likely it'll be in Austin this year. It's either Austin or Southern California, most likely Austin. And we will mastermind. We will help you with sales and enrollment. We will dig into your business and you'll actually get to meet other B-Schoolers, which will also be a part of the masterminding. So this is an incredibly valuable bonus package with a lot of access to me. So if you've wanted to coach with me, if you wanted me to help you grow your business, if you want my mind and intuition on your business to really help you, then this is how. This is how. I'm not doing any other coaching training. I'm not doing any other business training. This is it. So christinehassler.com slash bschool. That's where you go and look at all the bonuses and you enroll and make sure after you enroll that you are in my B-School program. So if you want to validate that, you can just email jill at christinehassler.com because sometimes if you've clicked another link from someone else who's promoting B-School, it can be a little wonky in terms of whose group you're in. So if you want to be in my B-School group, just make sure, confirm with Jill that you are indeed in my group. All right. So in this interview with Marie, as I mentioned, she talks about her ethos. Everything is figure outable. She tells some great stories. She talks about some of the things that we have to overcome as entrepreneurs and also why she believes money is a healing tool. Just a heads up, sometimes the audio, I think her microphone was scratching on her hair or her collar a couple of times. She kept trying to fix it and then it would kind of come back. So it's a little scratchy in some places, but you can still hear her clearly. And I just encourage you to, to keep listening because there's so much wisdom in this interview. All right. And now on to my talk with Marie Forleo.
Marie, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for coming back on and having a chat with me. I always love our conversations. Oh, I love our conversations too. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's totally a pleasure. And this has been a big year for you because it was your second book that came out this year, right? Yes, <laughs> my second. Everything is figure outable and it was born into the world on September 10th and it's been um, really spectacular since. Mm. Well, I'm sure that people know who you are because you're a big um, celebrity in my crowd. A lot of people really look to you for not just business advice, but life advice because you're known for giving really grounded, relatable practical and heartfelt advice. Mm. And I hear people say, everything is figure outable a lot. That quote has really gotten around. I was saying it to myself as I was having trouble with Zoom and trying not to get super frustrated. Everything is figure outable. Why is that your ethos? You know, for me, it is really an idea that I'm so blessed that my mom, you know, introduced me to this whole notion, this phrase when I was little. And the reason why it's my ethos is that I've seen how it works. You know, when I was in high school, it helped me extricate myself from a physically abusive and really toxic relationship. When I was going to college, uh, it helped me really secure these rare work study positions that helped me pay to get through school. And after I graduated, it's helped me land every job I've ever had from being on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange to oddball gigs like selling glow sticks at mega clubs <laughs> to um, eventually becoming a Nike elite dance athlete and master trainer, despite the fact that I had no formal dance training. It was all heart and passion to starting my business and growing it into what it is today. And I'll tell you, Christine, there is for me not a day that doesn't go by that I don't find myself using the figure outable philosophy and specifically that phrase to keep myself focused on track and to navigate the incessant challenges that come with being alive and being on this earth. Yeah. And I think it's also a great stress reducer. Yes. It's telling ourselves, and I just experienced using it. So it's telling ourselves everything's figure outable. It may not be right in this moment. Mm-hmm but it is figure outable. And I think a lot of my listeners may be saying, yeah, that sounds good, but you don't know how big my problem is. Yes. So, well, let's dive into that because, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about the story of my mom and we don't necessarily have to go there. Well, I'd love that. I love stories about moms here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just tell you guys where this phrase came from. You know, my mom is this really interesting character. God bless her. She's still alive. She's in her seventies and she's still a firecracker. But to give you a little bit of a picture of who she is, she's She's about 5'3". She's got the tenacity of a bulldog. She looks like June Cleaver and she kind of cusses like a truck driver. So (laughs) my mom grew up the daughter of two alcoholic parents and really learned by necessity how to stretch a dollar bill around the block like five times. And one of my most treasured memories as a kid being with my mom in the Burbs in New Jersey was sitting around our kitchen table on Sundays cutting out coupons together because my mom wanted to teach me all the different ways that our family could save money. And she also taught me about the fact that brands would send you cool free things like new cooking utensils or a recipe book if you saved up what were known as proofs of 
purchase, right? So if you buy X boxes of cereal or whatever, you know, how many packages of Kraft macaroni and cheese, and you send all these proofs of purchase, and then you get this cool stuff. So one of her most prized possessions was this tiny little AM FM transistor radio that she got from Tropicana orange juice for free. So the radio was shaped like an orange. It was orange in color. It had a red and white straw sticking out of the side. That was the antenna. And my mom is just one of those humans who's always busy and always doing something. So as a kid, I knew I could find her somewhere around the house or somewhere around the yard by listening for the sound of music coming out of that tinny little Tropicana orange radio. So one day I'm coming up from school and I'm approaching the house and I hear that music blaring off from the distance. And as I got closer, Christine, I realized the music was coming up from above and I look up and I see my mom perched precariously on the roof of our two-story house. She had her little orange radio sitting next to her bum. And I yelled up and I was like, mom, are you okay? What are you doing up there? You're all the way up on the roof. And she yelled down. She's like, don't worry about it, Ray, I'm fine. She's like, the roof had a leak. I called the roofer. He said it would be at least 500 bucks. I said, screw that. I'm doing it myself. (laughs) So another day I come home from school, right? I open the door and I hear like that little tinny music blaring from the back of the house. So I walk to go find her and turns out she's in the bathroom. So I push open the door. There's power tools all over the floor. There's dust particles. There's pipes sticking out of the wall. It looked like an explosion went off. I was like, mom, are you okay? What are you doing? What's going on here? She's like, oh, Rhea, I'm fine. She's like, the tiles had some cracks in it and I didn't want the whole bathroom to get moldy. So I'm retiling the entire bathroom. How to get, Christine, this was the 80s, right? So this is a very pre-internet, yeah. pre-YouTube, pre-Google. Pre- kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Yep, exactly. There were no videos teaching her how to do this stuff. So one day it was in the fall and I come home, it's already dark out. So that's eerie. And as I approach my house, something's very different. It was completely dark and silent, which for an Italian American home, this is never a good sign. (laughs) I walk in and I had that pit in my stomach that kids have when you know something is really the matter, right? There's a big problem here. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what's going on? Where is my mom? And where's the sound of that radio? And I'm tiptoeing around the house and all of a sudden I hear some clicks and clacks coming from the kitchen. So I go walk in the kitchen and I see my mom hunched over the kitchen table. It looked like an operating room. There was screwdrivers, electrical tape, and in about a dozen pieces was a completely dismantled Tropicana orange radio. Mm. there and I was like, mom, are you okay? That's like your favorite thing in the world. What happened? She's like, oh, I'm fine. She's like, you know, the antenna was busted and the dial was a little off. So I'm fixing it. And I stood there, Christine, and I watched her work her magic for a few minutes. And I finally thought to ask the question I should have always asked, which was this, hey, mom, how do you know how to do so many different things that you've never done before, but nobody's showing you how to do it? And she put down her screwdriver and she looked at me and she said, Ray, what are you talking about? Nothing in life is that complicated. If you just roll up your sleeves, you get in there and you do it. Everything is figure outable. And Mm -hmm. from that moment on, Christine, that little phrase took root in my soul and it's really driven everything. But you started off asking this question, like, you know, someone rightfully saying, well, that's a cute phrase. Yeah, but you don't know me. You don't know my problems. You don't know the depth of what I'm experiencing right now. And what I would say to that is this, first of all, when I started writing the book, I was out to brunch with some friends and one of my friends brought her 10 year old son along. And they were asking me like, Hey Marie, what are you doing? What are you working on these days? And I said, I'm working on a new book. And they said, what's it called? I said, everything is figure outable. 
And the 10 year old's like, no, it's not. (laughs) Nope. No, it's not. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. Please, young man, tell me what is not figure outable. And he said, well, we human beings can't grow working wings out of our back and fly away. And I was like, well, that's pretty true at this moment. I said, but have you heard of CRISPR? If not, you should Google it. And I said, and you do know that we human beings can indeed fly. And he's like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. Well, what about this one? I can't bring my dog back from the dead. And Christine, I was thinking to myself, that is some pet cemetery shit right there. But (laughs) What I said to him was, that may be kind of true. I said, but you know, scientists are working on cryogenics and people have been cloning their dogs for a few years right now. And he was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. So look, just because something it hasn't been figured out yet in terms of science doesn't mean it's not figure outable, just that we haven't crossed that threshold. You know, if you think about it a hundred years ago, walking on the moon wasn't figure outable yet, right? Until 1969, when it in fact was. But that conversation and others inspired me to create a set of rules around the philosophy, which I think is really, really important, especially mm-hmm. for people that may feel skeptical or unsure about the idea. Yeah. And the three rules are this rule number one all problems or dreams are figure outable. Rule number two, if a problem isn't figure outable, it's not a problem. It's a fact of life like death, gravity, certain laws of nature. Rule number three, and this is the big one, you may not care enough to solve this particular problem or reach this particular dream, and that's okay. Mm. Go find something that you do care deeply about and then return back to rule number one. Now, before we dive in, there's just uh, one other layer that I'd love to dive into, if that's okay, another point of concern or criticism, which is valid, and, and so why we want to talk about it. When I was about to release the book, I got a text from a dear friend who's known me for probably about 15 years, really respects my work. He's like, Marie, congratulations. You know, I saw the book cover. It looks amazing. He's like, uh, you know, I hope you have a great luck with the launch or whatever. He's like, but I got to be honest when I first saw the title, I was like, really? You're really telling people that everything is figure outable? What about things like addiction or loss or grief? Or what about a life altering or life ending diagnosis? Like, are you really telling people that's figure outable? And I said to him, yes, actually I am. And here's my proof. So when I first shared this idea outside of my own platform, Christine, it was actually on Oprah's Super Soul Sessions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. full day event she had. And after that event was done, they took that talk and they put it on their podcast. So, you know, millions more people got exposed to this idea than ever before. So I started receiving notes from folks who had heard everything is figure outable and they had their experience with it. And one note came from a woman named Jen who said this, hey, Marie, Loved your Oprah talk. It's actually an idea that my mom had been trying to teach me my whole life. And I loved it so much. We sat down, we listened to the talk together. It was amazing. But then something changed. My beautiful mom, who's my best friend in the whole world, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And suddenly nothing seemed figure outable. She said, but you know what? I took a step back and I looked more deeply at the situation. And here's what I discovered. One, I could figure out how to get nursing care for my mom who lived in a rural area. I could figure out how to find foods that she could actually tolerate. And this was the big one for Jen. She said, I could figure out how to get medical equipment so my mom could spend her last days. And in fact, her last five weeks on earth, exactly where she wanted to be, which was in her own home. 
So she said, you know, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that yes, everything really is figure outable. And thank you so much for sharing this very small idea that made such a big difference to two women living on the other side of the world. Mm, mm, I love that. And I love that. I hope that's both giving people a little bit of a wake up call. Cause I think that especially when we've been run down a little bit with whether it be health conditions or breakup or problems with our money, we can start to get into hopeless, helpless a little yes, bit. Absolutely. Can grab onto that and start to come up with all kinds of reasons why it's not going to happen. I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, I got married in September and I have the relationship of my dreams. It makes me, I'm emotional. Congratulations. Yes. And everyone told me, not everyone, a lot of people told me, you know, you're in your late thirties now. You're on pushing 40. You're going to have to really marry someone over 50. No one your age is going to want you. You want a conscious relationship and a man that's done his work. Well, he's going to be a little feminine. He's probably not going to be super masculine. Like, <laughs> don't worry about looks. They fade. Don't worry, you know, like, yeah. ambition and money. Who cares? Just all these things. And a lot of it was a reflection, just I think, of my own fears. Yeah. Um, but I remember times going, well, geez, how am I going to do this? Like, am I dreaming too big? Like, is it really possible for me to be in a conscious relationship with a man who does his work, who also like is an ultra feminine? Like, can I really have what I want? Yeah. And I had to just break it down and, and go, okay, like anything is possible. I believe one thing that I say to people is everything is healable. There's nothing, there's nothing you can't heal. Cause that's really the work that I do with people. Yeah. And I really did just to figure it out step by step. And it wasn't an overnight thing. And so much of it was the internal work and the internal things that I had to shift. Yeah. And I think that's really empowering to think about is that so often we look for the answers or the steps out there, but so much of it, it's just overcoming our own internal blocks. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, everything is figure outable doesn't necessarily mean that some external situations that you're going to be able to force your way and necessarily fix it. Like sometimes, as you alluded to, sometimes figuring it out means changing who we are, changing our perspectives, you know, finding a way to transform or transcend any circumstance that we face. That's the power that we hold inside. And it's not always going to look the same, right, in terms of the outcome, but to hold on to your ability, to your innate power, to your creativity, to your innovation, to your ingenuity, and your ability to navigate no matter what life throws your way. So you're coming from this place of power and confidence and still surrender and openness. It can all exist there. And I think you really hit the nail on the head when one of the greatest benefits to this philosophy is keeping yourself out of a space of feeling helpless. Yeah. Yeah. Because once we feel helpless, solutions don't come in. That's we right. Get into a victim archetype and a victim energy. And it's really hard for either our own internal solutions or external help. You know, one Correct. thing do when I think about everything is figure outable is, and I don't have to figure it all, all out on my own. That's like right. there are people who, who know things. I mean, I was, I remember when I was back wanting to build more of an online business because so much of my business was me showing up somewhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. And then I'm like, wait, Marie, <laughs> Marie has figured this out. Yes. <laughs> I can learn from her. Yes. So a lot of, 
you know, everything being figure outable is other people have figured it out. So you can, you can learn from them as well. A hundred percent. I mean, there's so much intelligence and wisdom and people that have traveled paths before you that can provide experience and frameworks and insights that can shorten your learning curve tremendously. And I think, again, you don't have to think that you have to have all the answers. You know, it, it speaks to this reality that everything is figure outable. You know, when I was writing the book, Christine, there is one quote that I love so much. It was actually, it's from a British quantum theorist, a gentleman named David Deutsch, who wrote a book called The Beginning of Infinity, which is a mind bender. It's incredible. But he says this, everything that is not forbidden by the laws of nature is achievable given the right knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that speaks so well into it. And given the right knowledge doesn't mean that it has to necessarily come from your brain or someone else's brain, although it could, you know, it might be knowledge that we have to actually create and discover. So there's so much room for possibility there, but I love your note that, Hey, you might, you know, not have to work so hard to figure it out. Like maybe there's other people there that can help you really get to where you want to go a lot quicker. Yeah. I mean, I think there's sometimes we got to be like your mom and roll up our sleeves and break down our transistor radio on the case. Yes. Like, I think sometimes we just need to do that. Yes. But if we're frustrated and we're not getting anywhere, like there's somebody who knows how to do it. Yes. And that I think can take out some of the intimidation. And it's one of the many reasons I love and appreciate your work so much is that I know so many people are just so sick of working in jobs that don't fulfill their soul. So many people, especially more and more women, are really feeling like they have this passion and this purpose, but the business part of it seems intimidating. And they have this more long-term goal. They can see the vision. That's one of the things that's so powerful about being a woman. We are so tapped into our intuition. We can see the vision, but the steps to get to the vision often overwhelm us. And so we don't take step one. Yes. And so for, for someone who's in the position, we'll talk to different people at different stages as we shift gears into talking about building our business and, and making money at our calling a little bit, because I know that's so your zone of genius. But for that person who is just at the beginning and is feeling completely overwhelmed, they kind of know what they want to do. They kind of know what they want it to look like, but they just don't even know where to begin. Where do they just start? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, you have the vision. I think for many people, it's making that vision and transferring it from your mind, making it very specific and concrete on the page. There is a program that I have called Start the Right Business that deals effectively with this particular issue because it's one thing to say, you know, oh, I want a business and I see myself working with a team. And, you know, like there's these little glimpses of what that might look like. And I find that going from the inspiration and the imagery and the glimpses down to specific words on a page is where we start to then be able to build out exactly what that person envisions. For example, you know, some people's idea of a successful business might be what we call a micro business. You know, maybe there's just you, like a one person shop running the show, or maybe it's just you and one or two assistants, you know, and you've got the freedom to travel and maybe you're only working three or four days a week, not necessarily five or six or seven or anything like that. And you have a particular income and, you know, revenue and profit goal. And these are the kind of people that you want to work with or the kind of products you want to produce or services you want to offer. So the more that we can make that vision, that dream of yours concrete, then we are able to start putting the steps in place to reverse engineer how to bring that business dream to life. If someone was thinking about starting a micro business with one or two people, they wanted it to be highly flexible. 
we would obviously aim them towards different strategies than someone who says, you know what? My ultimate dream is to build this billion dollar company with 10,000 employees all over the world, right? Like this is the direction that that person wants to aim in. One is not better than the other, but I think it's the clarification of the dream that helps us then begin to understand how to take those first steps. And of course, as it relates to business, there's some other layers in terms of understanding who your ideal market is, understanding you know what exactly you are selling. Is it a product or service? Understanding a little bit about the numbers in terms of what you'd like to reach in that first year, hopefully, of business. And a lot of this is doing some guesstimation work, right? But the more concrete we can get about your ideal vision, the easier it is to then validate and test your ideas to start dipping your toe in the water and taking those first steps so you stay out of overwhelm and then to start to build momentum without staying in a place of like, oh my goodness, do I need to do these 17,000 things in order to be successful? And it's like, no, we need clarity on what you want. Then we can start to reverse engineer it. And then you can start to take very strategic, simple, but consistent steps to start to bring it to life. Mm. Okay. As usual, you're giving out amazing (laughs) advice and amazing steps. And one of the things that is so helpful to people, I think, especially for people that want to do any kind of online business is your program B-School, which you open the doors to this time of year. For those who may not know what B-School is, I think a lot of people already know, could you share a little bit about what it is? And for those who know what B-School is and have maybe been flirting with it for a while, I know that every year, because you're so amazing and have so much integrity, you update the program, you add new things to it. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what's in store for this year's B-School as well. Yes. So B-School is our online business school for modern entrepreneurs who want to make money and make a difference. It is our flagship program. We've been running this program for 11 years. We've got over 55,000 graduates from over 600 different industries in 141 different countries. So it is a proven program that works. In terms of how it works, you know, it's a completely multimedia program. Um, There's videos, there's audios, there's an enormous community. There are mentor coaches, meaning that there's other successful business owners that come back and help you through the program to answer your questions, to provide guidance, to provide perspective, to make sure that you're on track, to make sure that you're taking all the concepts and the tools that we teach and understanding how to apply that to your unique situation. So it really is I think one of the most comprehensive and unique programs out there on the market. And there's a reason we've been around for 11 years because no one does it like we do. In terms of things that are new, our expanded team of B-School mentor coaches, because again, people are smart and we love how smart our students are and all of us need some support. So we've expanded that in terms of the technology uh, that we teach around in module two, which is how to craft a website that really sells and doesn't suck, meaning that isn't just this pretty brochure, but that doesn't actually convert (laughs) yeah, leads or that doesn't bring you business. So all of the technology pieces that we train you on and the tutorials, all of those are brand new because as we know, technology changes so quickly. And then our bonuses, you know, there's a lot of bonuses, especially one about PR and some of our masterclasses are refreshed and remade for this year to keep them up to date. And then there's also a hugely expanded team portfolio support. You know, I'm always there with you uh, throughout the entire program, but we also have uh, a bigger and expanded customer happiness team just to make sure that, you know, there's never any little technical challenges or places where people get stuck and that there's not anyone that can support them through it. But I think one of the best things about B-School is really that you have lifetime access 
you know, once you're a B-schooler, you're a B-schooler for life. You can come back and do the program every single year for free. You never pay again. And no matter how many updates and upgrades that we do, you don't pay for that. You know, you're in the family, so to speak. And so I think that's a really, um, it's a beautiful thing because growing and evolving a business if you want to be in business for the long term, it doesn't stay the same. It doesn't stay static. And you need to keep revisiting some of the fundamentals in order to grow to higher and higher heights. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best things for me about B-School has been able to go in year after year and, and seeing how much it evolves and see, seeing how much it, it like really keeps up with the times. And again, you are able to teach things in a way that really deals with overwhelm because yes. you teach very like things that make a very big difference, but aren't like super, super complicated. And I think especially in the world of online businesses, there's so many bright, shiny objects and so many people telling you, they're going to tell you how to do your Facebook ads and you're going to make a million dollars in your sleep. Yes. It's confusing. Yeah. I mean, one of my mantras in life is simplify to amplify. And one of the things we strive hard to do in B-School is to ensure that our students stay out of overwhelm because you don't have to do all of the things. You don't even have to do a, a big portion of it, but if you set up the right strategy and you train yourself to execute consistently, that is where the biggest gains and growth come from. And again, people often get really mesmerized by super shiny tools or like, what's the algorithm doing? And it's like, you actually don't have to worry about any of that stuff. If you focus on a few fundamentals and you do them extremely well, that is the foundation of a sustainable long-term business. And that's yeah. what we've been treating people how to do for the past uh, over a decade. I think another reason, I mean, B-schools for anyone, men, women, however you identify. And I really find that it resonates with women so well because you also, you, you teach personal development. You're not just teaching us practical school skills. You're teaching us what to do when the little voice comes up and when the overwhelm comes up and you're bringing in stories and you're bringing the person back into building a business. Because I know for me, being an entrepreneur, like it's required personal development and it's required how my own block, knowing how my own blocks are getting in the way. And that's another really valuable thing I find about the program is you're not just teaching to robots going, do this, do this, do this. You're, yes. you're actually teaching to people and there's a lot of love and compassion that comes through both the teaching and in the online support, because what have you seen just emotionally are the biggest blocks uh, that come up for people as they're starting or really trying to build their business and take it to the next level? Well, probably one of the most common or two of the most common is one, the fear of not being good enough, right? Yeah. That there is just, you don't have what it takes to actually do the thing that you really want to do. And that's categorically false. People have incredible potential and it has no impact where you were born, where you came from. If you believe in yourself and you are open to learning, you can learn virtually anything. You can become better at anything. You can become excellent and a master at almost anything that you're committed to. And then the second piece is really around this fear that it's all been done before. You know, you take a look around the marketplace and you see X, Y, and Z people doing what you wanted to do. And oh my goodness, they are so experienced and they're doing it so much better and there's no room for me. And so I think this notion, the fear that it's all been done before, that's probably one of the biggest emotional obstacles that we have to overcome. And I always tell people, you know, if you think about Oprah, for example, someone who I greatly admire, if she thought to herself when she was looking out in the landscape, you know what? Phil Donahue, he's really got this talk show thing all locked up. The world really doesn't need another talk show host, does it? 
we wouldn't have had Oprah. Like yeah. think about the cultural phenomenon. Think about um, any of your favorite singers. Like, you know, if you think about Beyonce, right? When her and Destiny Child were coming up, if they're like, wow, there's enough pop singers and R&B singers. There's really enough singers in the world. Does the world really need another trio of women singing and dancing? It's like, are you kidding me? Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. If you think about it in terms of your favorite restaurant, you know, I'm from New York City and I happen to love Italian food. And, you know, there's a place I always go to for eggplant parmesan. And I think to myself, the the folks that run Pepe Rosso, this little mom and pop place near me, if they looked around New York City and said, oh, there's enough Italian restaurants. Do we really need more eggplant parm in the city? I think about all of the amazing meals I would have missed out on because they shut themselves down thinking that it had all been done before. So mm-hmm. I say this at the end of every show, you know, the world needs that very special gift that only you have. Yeah. And if you have an idea for a product or a service or something that you want to bring out into the world and you haven't yet done it yet, well, guess what? The world hasn't seen it. It hasn't all been done before because it hasn't been done by you. Yeah, exactly. We all have our own unique stamp. And just as we wrap up here, uh, I know a lot of people who are considering B-School and have been on the fence maybe for years, one of their biggest objections is the investment. I think it's the steal of the century for, for the value you get. Like it's like, I think it's just so reasonably priced. What are people really saying when they're saying I can't afford it or it's too expensive? Yeah. You know, so there's a few layers to that. One, you have to trust yourself and you have to trust your heart. If it's not for you, then it's not for you. But I would say that if there's something in your heart that says, gosh, I think that investing in myself and gaining these skills, gaining this perspective, learning how to be more focused and consistent and actually share my gifts with the world, that is going to get me where I ultimately want to go. Then you have to ask yourself, can you afford not to do it? Mm -hmm. And I think in terms of B-School, you know, it comes with a risk-free money-back guarantee. So literally you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. We've had people come through the program, Christine, who have spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on MBAs and PhDs. And they have told us we have this, um, not just once, not just twice, but like multiple times that B-School is more effective, more actionable, more pragmatic, creates better results than degrees that people have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on. And we offer payment plans. So we do our best to make it extremely affordable and um, just to take care of people. Because I remember when I was first starting my business, I was in debt. I didn't have money available and I had to put things on credit cards sometimes. And it wasn't an exorbitant amount, but I invested in myself because I knew that I was my most important asset in this life. I had to invest in my own capabilities and my own understanding and my own leadership and my own education in order to take myself where I wanted to go. So I think that if you can bet on you, because that's really what you're investing in, you're not investing in B-School per se, you're investing in yourself. And if you believe that there is something that you're here to give and that this program can help you channel that energy, make it actionable, be effective in terms of what you do, be strategic and stay in it for the long term, I think there's no greater investment you can make. Agree so much. I think we get the highest ROI on ourselves. And every year I host, when people enroll in B-School through me, every year I host a live one-day retreat as part of the bonuses. And one thing I hear from pretty much everybody is best investment I ever made. Like best Mm. investment. Pretty much everybody also says I've already made the money back. Yes. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marie, as always, for your time, for your energy. I think that you really 
in so many ways, you're a transmission. The way you speak to people about their calling and how you talk about how our divine purpose is, or our purpose, whatever it is, like it, it's our unique expression and we have a right to be able to do it. And you have so much wisdom. People can follow you on Marie TV and get all the good things, but definitely encourage everyone to, to check out B-School. The last thing that, that I'll ask just as a wrap up is um, something that I read that you said, and I've heard you say as well. And just, just briefly, Marie, money is a healing tool. Can you yes. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, money can be such a force for good. And so many of us, sadly, myself included in that, you know, we're raised with all of these conflicting messages about that, you know, money is dirty and people are greedy and all these kind of things that have us almost feel ashamed and a sense of guilt around money and wanting to earn it. And one of the things that I've discovered in my life as I've healed my own relationship around finances, and then I get so fired up to help especially women create financial freedom, is it really can be a force for good. And when you start to see and engage with money in that way, and you see it as this tool for good and how you can welcome it into your life, how you can share it in your life, both with your family, with your loved ones, with your community, with people that really, really need it, you begin to take on another level of leadership that quite honestly I don't think is possible any other way. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to inject a sense of power into what you do. And I think that as more conscious, heart-centered, integrous people embrace their ability to not only earn money, but to circulate it back out into society, we're going to see the kind of changes that many of us really yearn to see in our families and our communities and in the world at large. And part of what we do in B-School is that deeper work around understanding our worth, around embracing our ability to not only make money, but also to share money and to reinvest it in our team and in things that really matter. Hmm. So well said. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for the work that you do in the world. I'm so excited about this year's B-School. So excited. Me too. And to see it continue to evolve. Thank you so much for your time today, Marie. Thanks, everyone.